the Helping Families Be Happy podcast, where we explore the often messy world of family love and relationships. I am your host for this podcast, Dr. Carla Marie Manley, a practicing clinical psychologist, wellness advocate, and author based in Sonoma County, California. I've teamed up with Familius Publishing to bring you nourishing real-life information about love, family, relationships, and life. And now I am so thrilled to introduce today's guest, Kim Harms, who will be talking with us about her book, Life Reconstructed. And there's a lot more to say about that title. So Kim, welcome to the show. Let's hear a little bit about who you are. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, like you said, I'm I'm Kim. Um, my book is Life Reconstructed. The subtitle is Navigating the World of Mastectomies and Breast Reconstruction. So I was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer at age 40. And that really kind of flipped my life upside down. I've been a writer. I um, have a degree in English and was a newspaper reporter for a while. And then I married to my husband, Corey. And when we started having children, we've got three boys. I stayed home with them, stopped reporting. And then as they got a little bit older, I started doing some freelance writing. Um, so I've freelanced for a lot of places. And then now Life Reconstructed is the book that came out of uh, my breast cancer, my first book. But I'm I'm very excited about it because it's really the book that when people go through experiences, they think, oh, I wish I had this or that to help me through it. And this is kind of that book. Like, oh, these are the things I kind of wish I had known and had all in one place. So I'm super excited to be able to share this with other women who are going to be going through the same difficult um situation that I went through five years ago. So my goodness, what a gift, what a (laughs) gift to other women. Now I have a question for you. Will it also be helpful to their partners, to a woman's partner? Is it that type of book? Okay. Yes, it will actually to, yes, partners. And I have a chapter actually that's focused on children and how to talk to your children of different ages about what's going on and how much to share and how much not to share. And, you know, I had teenage boys when it happened and teenage boys aren't super excited about talking about their mom's boobs. So that is, you know, <laughs> that is a challenge there, but it, um, so yeah, I, I interviewed people from all walks of life. I actually interviewed husbands. So there's a chapter that is, came out of those interviews with how, how this affected their lives. So yeah, it would be definitely for partners and for friends, anybody in that support Perhaps okay. So also extended family will be able yes. to use this as a guidebook. Yeah, it would help them definitely to understand what the person who is going through it is dealing with. Um, I share a lot of medical terminology. I mean, it's not a medical book per se, but I have a lot of definitions that your friends are making. They're like, "What is a mastectomy exactly?" Or "What does that mean when you say?" flap reconstruction or that kind of, like there's um, that kind of information to help them understand the medical side. But then there's also a lot of that emotional, how can I help this person? How can I understand what she's going through? So I kind of tried to take that whole, you know, different, a couple different perspectives and, and get it all together in one place, I guess. Okay. So now is it We're talking about breast reconstruction. Can you tell me how much about your journey itself is in there as far as your journey with cancer? 
Yeah, there is a lot of my story in there. Um, I would say the book is not, it's not my story, but it's interwoven through each chapter. I am very honest about struggles that I had, things that I went through, the surgeries that I went through. We had some Uh, My husband actually had some struggles with disagreeing with some things. So I was pretty honest, some hard stuff to write in there. Mm. Um, So, and we're great. We worked through that stuff, but I've discovered, you know, when, um, when you're going through something really hard like that, your stress level is just kind of constantly high. It just never lets down. And when your stress is high like that, and you're going through something so painful, relationships are, they are affected. And so Corey and I really had to learn how to communicate better. And so I, yes, I have my story of how, how did Corey and I get through that? Um, How did I deal with the physical pain? And how did I deal with people who are well-meaning but say things that are hurtful (laughs) things like that so I share my experience but I also share the experience of many other women that I I interviewed during the process so so when you talk about communicating better with your husband for listeners what would be one key nugget right before they dive into your book that might give them hope about, wait a minute, I'm going through this process. I'm already exhausted physically and mentally, spiritually, Mm -hmm. you know, emotionally. And now on top of that, my key support person is, you know, we're we're battling a little bit. Yes. Yeah. My um, suggestion, I think, would be to sit down, take a deep breath and think about how you and your spouse communicate during the good times and how do you normally how do you normally work through things when life isn't hard and see if you can fit that into this hard situation so for my example when i was diagnosed i had to make these crazy decisions about my body like and very quickly you have to decide you're going to all these doctors you're figuring out if this surgeon is is going to work for you and um, what kind of surgery and you just have to make a lot of decisions and I was doing that I was like bulldozing through okay I'm doing this I'm doing this I'm doing this I'm doing this and I wasn't talking it through with Corey and it's not that he would have said hey you can't make that decision and I don't want you to make that he would have been supportive but he ended up being hurt because he's like you're leaving me out I have no idea what's going on here so it caused friction and we didn't realize what was causing the friction I'm like why are we so frustrated with each other why can't we get through this but when I sat back and I thought okay how do we do normal life well, we always talk through things. We never, you know, Corey would never go buy a car and then come home and say, hey, I bought this car or even a computer or something like that. We talk through things. And so um, realizing, okay, that is how we do life when life is easier. Let's figure out how to do that when life is hard. Um, and that was very helpful for us to kind of work through that and figure out, okay, this is, this is what's causing the underlying issue, I guess. What a... So- beautiful way to simplify it when right you have all of these other layers going on that are causing the stress and here you reduce it you step back and you reflect on it and say wow we are not communicating my partner who normally talks with me about everything and I with him here we're missing this key piece so no fault no blame just let's bring it back to where we're communicating again and so he feels like he's 
part of the process is it so how would that be for someone maybe whose partner is and you might not have an answer for this and it's totally okay <laughs> who's maybe too invested who's the opposite that is a very good question um and not one i've really thought through but i would say i think you probably need to let that partner know how you're feeling that it's too much and that you need a break. Um, but I don't know how to resolve that, I guess, exactly. I think, <laughs> but, you know, as I'm thinking about it, when we're talking, it's almost as if you've given the answer. Uh, that's why I love your, yeah. your first response so much, okay. which is go back to how you normally do it. Yeah. Right. And if your normal way is to be cooperative with each other and really on the same page, that's like, oh, OK, I see you're trying to protect me. You're mm-hmm. moving into protector mode. I'm OK here. But I imagine some women, some um, people who are going through that would like, you know, that sort of protective element possibly. But it sounds as if really what your message is, is tune into yourself and into your needs. Yes. And then communicate those to your partner, whether it's not enough support or too much, just tune into what was working well before and do that. Yes. Oh, it is going to be such, um, I mean, I'm so excited for your book to release. It is going to be so helpful to so many people. Mm. Wow. So how are your sons doing now? How did they do through the journey? And Um, They are great now. They are, um, I have one that will be a sophomore in college this fall. One just graduated from high school. And then my youngest is going to be in eighth grade. And the two oldest are getting ready to move out, which makes me, I have very mixed feelings about that, (laughs) but uh, they are great. And I think that having gone through that with, with me has given them an amount of compassion that they wouldn't have otherwise had. They're just very sweet, compassionate boys. Makes me tear up a little bit. (laughs) Um, But they, when I went through it, it was hard for them. Uh, they're not, my oldest two, especially my oldest one is not very talkative. He does not have a lot of words in his word bank per day. So I had to really pay attention when I was diagnosed um, and go with his cues. If he wanted to talk about something, uh, for instance, and I think that this is in the book, the day that I had my biopsy, he knew that I was having that. I picked him up from basketball practice. I believe he was in eighth grade at the time. He gets in the car and he said, did you have your appointment today? And it's just a simple question, but in my mind, I'm like, he wants to know how I'm doing. Mm. So that really opened up. Unfortunately, at that point, I'm like, well, I had my appointment, but I don't have any answers for you. But I was able to talk through that with him a little bit. So I always with him would wait until I could see, okay, he, he is talking, which means he's ready for some information and didn't try to like shove information on him. And I was really kind of like that with both my oldest two. And then the youngest, Lewis, he was only eight years old, I think. So he was more insulated. I didn't share as many details with him. It was just important for him to know that that mom was okay. We're going to get through this. And they all, they all did. uh, They all did really well. You know, it was hard. It was hard for everybody. I can, I can tell the emotion is still strong and (laughs) fresh. Absolutely. You love your boy so much and your husband so much and they love you. And it's clear. Oh my goodness, what a lot you've been through together. And, you know, it's interesting when I look and think about the familiar family values, right? Families love together, play together, learn together, work together, and skipping toward the end, they 
they heal together is one of them. Mm-hmm. And this really sounds like a piece where your process of working together, you know, being together with your family through this difficult time, not only gave them the gift of compassion, but also really created a lot of healing during and then after that journey. Yes. yes. Yeah, it was definitely, definitely a process of healing and growing together as a family. And, uh, you know, I'd never, definitely nobody would ever ask for cancer, but having been through it, there are many things I'm thankful came out of it on the other side. Absolutely. And it sounds as if in in really listening to you, another one of the values is talking together. It sounds as if talking together, whether with your husband, Corey, or with your your, um, son who doesn't have many words in his word bank, right? Or the two younger ones. It sounds as if it was talking and talking at the level the person needed, right? Yes. That was ready for. That that was a real key, a very key part of yes. your journey. Definitely. That really bring, and it sounds, I can only imagine that that's also a really important part of the book itself where you're talking to people at a level that they can absorb and understand. Yes. Yes. I'm hoping that it will be something that people will read and it's not all medical and heady and hard to understand, but it will be like reading something a friend wrote to them is really what I hope that, and that it will just be an encouragement and give them um, knowledge that um, maybe they don't have yet in some of those areas. So yeah, I'm really excited about, I'm excited about it coming out and the opportunity to share it with women. And I think it's important because when you're, I, I, you know, work a lot with people who are going through medical issues and I appreciate that you brought some medical terminology into it to demystify it, Mm -hmm. to make it so that those who don't have that particular vocabulary, it's now right in front of them so that the words are familiar and it's not one more thing you need to research when you get home from the doctor's office. And I also think books like yours are so important because when you're going through something as obviously traumatic as a cancer diagnosis and then breast reconstruction surgery, all of that, that we tend to look at doctors as being gods and knowing everything, but they don't, they're just people. (laughs) And so having a handbook as a best friend who can kind of be with you on your journey and somebody, you can't be there with every person who's been through cancer and breast reconstruction, but it sounds as if your book will be a good guide, a good best friend to have in their purse or their knapsack, whatever. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm hopeful. I, I am very hopeful that it just, brings encouragement to people. I actually have a, a friend who here locally who recently, she was not diagnosed with breast cancer, but she was tested for the gene. I don't know how much, how much Mm -hmm. medical information you want here, but you can get tested for, for a gene. And if you have the certain mutation, then your chances of getting breast cancer are extremely high. So she didn't have breast cancer, but she went through the same surgeries I did. And actually just a couple months ago did that. And I, I let her read my book and Mm -hmm. I, I wanted to get a perspective of someone who this is who I wrote this for. And afterwards we got together, tears in our eyes, and it was just very encouraging. She's doing well. And she said that the book was just a great help and encouragement to her. So knowing that, okay, one person, one person was helped 
just makes me really happy. And I'm hoping that I can say that about many more people. (laughs) You will. I absolutely (laughs) have faith that you will. And you're talking, it sounds like about the BRCA gene. Yes. 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 So our, our listeners can learn more about because there are many, there are celebrities who have been through that. Um, It's a preemptive surgery where, you know, your risk is high. And so you have um, mastectomy to ward off, you know, possibilities down the road. So my goodness. Well, as we begin to wind down our lovely time together, can you, what are just a few more tidbits that you would really like our listeners to take away? As if this is not enough, mind you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I, I would just say, for one, if you are going through a hard thing like this, it is, it is okay to feel overwhelmed and and stressed out and not wanting to go through it and just feel those emotions don't try to don't try to be superwoman go go through just one day at a time do what you need to do to get to the next day and you will come the other side you'll get there eventually but it it's really important just to be able to take a deep breath and just take one day at a time and as far as family things go. I have something, a suggestion for families. If you're going through a hard thing like cancer together or some other hard thing, we decided when we got got through that, that we were going to do something big as a family. So um, we went on a backpacking trip, which we'd done a few times, but with our boys and it ended up being this crazy trip. The weather was crazy hot and it wasn't supposed to be. And we ended up hiking many more miles one day than we were planning. And and we we got to the end. We spent one night on the trail. We're supposed to spend two. Ended up hiking out instead and deciding, okay, we're getting a hotel tonight. And I'll tell you, that night with my, all, my whole family in this hotel room after we've gone through this like crazy hike all day was this amazing feeling of... Oh, that was so hard. And, but we just did it. We did it together. And it was kind of a small picture of cancer. Like we just did that hard thing together. And now we did another, you know, hard thing together. And then we spent the next three days just enjoying life and doing fun things. Um, so that was kind of long, but just to say, you know, when you're going through this, think about, okay, what can we do when we get to the other side? That would be, um, just kind of celebrating getting, getting through this together. I think it was a perfect a perfect summary because as you said it was a metaphor we went through this tiny tiny hard trip after this very long difficult trip see we can do this but it also is a testament to your courage because when you said and a family you know do something at the end to celebrate there I am I go straight to a beach straight to you know relaxing in the sand and what do you do and I've never been on that kind of journey but that's where my psyche went celebrate and and what do you do my goodness what courage and what resilience you go on a backpacking trip oh what courage so perfect perfect ending to our time today thank you for sharing that and you're right I'm celebrating your victory, your victory, your success, all you've been through and being with the loved ones who supported you on the way. They are blessed to have you as their mom and Corey as your, as your husband. So my goodness, thank you so much. Um, Kim, for being with us today. Please tell listeners, um, you've really touched my heart today. You just have so much courage and so much resilience and strength and your book is just going to bring so much 
reassurance and hope to people. So thank you. Um, Thank you for that. Where can our listeners find you? Yeah, they can find me online a few different places. So I have a website. It's kimharms.net. Very easy to find. Um, So there's uh, mastectomy and breast reconstruction information on that site. And I actually have a request form. We give away free mastectomy pillows at that website. So if someone going through cancer and needing pillows for after surgery, they give you support. We uh, give those away for free. My mom and her friends make them. They're this incredible group of women. So that website is kimharms.net. And then you can also find me on Facebook. And that is um, Kim Harms Life Reconstructed on Facebook. And also on Instagram, which is also uh, Kim Harms Life Reconstructed. So you can find me a few different places. Thank you so much. Thank you. And oh my goodness, what what a blessing. And thank you. And the pillows. That's just another podcast of its own. What? <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness, my heart. So we're, even though listeners can't see us, we're both crying. Yes. So there you have it. I have tears. <laughs> Kim has tears. There we go. Connecting across the miles. Thank yes. you so much. And yeah. so the spelling on Kim's name, it's her full name is Kimberly, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y-K, K-A-Y-E, Harms, H-A-R-M-S. And she goes by Kim Harms, H-A-R-M-S. And her amazing book, Life Reconstructed, Navigating the World of Mastectomies and Breast Reconstruction. Such a gift. And I am so grateful for the time with you today. And so as we conclude today's podcast, I'd like to thank Familius Publishing for their support in bringing this podcast to your ears and your heart. We'd be thrilled if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes and social media. If you'd like more wonderful Familius content, be sure to visit us at Familius.com, where you will find our Habit Hub blog, as well as a spectacular selection of books for families. One step at a time, we can make the world a happier place. Thank you for sharing your time with me, Dr. Carla Marie Manley. It has been a joy and a true pleasure. Be well and shine as only you can do.